With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, world. Welcome once again to Tuesday Talk with Key West Lou. I am your host, Louis Patron. Big day today. That Senate vote and other exciting things happening this weekend or this week uh, proves we don't need Donald Trump to make uh, for interesting activity, interesting happen- happenings. So let's jump into what happened today because it was very important. I have some strong feelings on the issue also. The vote was taken in the United States Senate today on the issue as to whether the proposed voting legislation, okay, should be debated. The issue would be to debate it to determine whether it should be voted on. Nothing more. You voted yes or no to just debate it. Of course, the Republicans voted no. The Democrats voted yes. Not enough votes. The Republicans won. Uh, For shame, for shame, for shame on the Republicans. Uh, They've lost all their common sense and and good judgment over the last 10 years. Uh, Everything's no. I mean, McDonald, he's such a hero. I mean, this man's terrific. He knows the procedure in the Senate intimately. He kills the opposition with technicalities, not with good judgment. Uh, The whole thing's horrible. So here's what I think about today. Uh, It was fine for the Democrats to bring the matter to a vote, whether there should be a discussion on the issues of the proposed voters' bill, because he knew in advance, Schumer, that the Republicans had enough votes to beat the Democrats. This was a situation where if there was a filibuster, the Democrats would have won. If there was no filibuster, I'm sorry, the Democrats would have won. But with the filibuster in there, they needed 60 votes. 60 votes! Uh, And they got it, the Republicans. They got their 60 votes, and the Democrats were dead or close to it. Anyhow, what do I think? What should be done? Our country's divided. Uh, Our country's very much divided. We're heading for a civil war. I kid you not. Uh, If you don't believe me, something's wrong with you. I say this respectfully. Uh, The Democrats for years now have not known how to run a government. I've got to say it that way. This includes Biden also, who has been terrific so far. Uh, But he's a nice guy. And you can't be a nice guy and be president, in my opinion. Okay? The Republicans consistently over the last few years have fought dirty. The Democrats don't want to get down in the gutter with them and fight dirty back. And... Unless the Democrats are willing to lower their standards and get in the gutter and fight like hell for their beliefs, the same way the Republicans fight to kill the Democratic thoughts, 
the Republicans are going to win all the time. Uh, so they got to start playing dirty. Don't be a nice guy. Don't believe the Republicans when they say, well, maybe we can do this. Why don't we change that? All of a sudden, there's not enough time to pass a piece of legislation. Uh, it, it's, it's terrible. And they got to get rid of the filibuster. Now, let me make this observation. I said Biden's a nice guy. He's too nice. He's a brilliant man. He's too smart. Uh, he's got to be a tough guy, and he's got to be out to cut the throats of the opposition. You know who he's got to be like? He's got to be like Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Lyndon Johnson, and Ronald Reagan. All were tough guys. All were tough presidents. No one screwed with them because if they did, the president was going to cut their testicles off. He'd pull back on some highway they were going to get or a bridge or whatever in their home state. He knew what each president knew what to do to squeeze the opposition to get the result they wanted. Biden's got to get in the ring just as FDR, Lyndon Johnson, and Ronald Reagan did and take on these Republicans and fight them that way. Let them go home and tell their supporters, well, I'm sorry, you didn't get the new post office building, which meant lots of jobs and lots of money, folks. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, because, you know, I, I, I was trying to do this in a bipartisan fashion. Bipartisanship is a thing of the past right now. It may come back someday, but it ain't coming back now or in the relatively near future. So Biden you got to get tough, and if you don't get tough, you're not going to turn out to be the president I thought you were. Now, I want to talk about something that FDR did, Franklin Delano Roosevelt. Great president, can't argue the point. Uh, on this day in 1944, he signed the GI Bill. You have to understand, 1944, World War II still ongoing. Soldiers are coming home, however. We're about a year from victory. Uh and this was, the GI Bill was an unprecedented, unprecedented act of the legislature because it was designed to compensate returning members of the armed forces, GIs, for their efforts in World War II. Uh, FDR knew he had to have it. You have to go back to Herbert Hoover in the late 1920s. The World War I veterans were promised all kinds of things. No one delivered. Now we're in the recession, okay? And they haven't got any cash flow, the poor veterans. They have no money. They can't feed their families. Things are tough. So Hoover's president, 17,000 of the veterans go to Washington, D.C. with their families, okay? A total of 43,000, therefore, showed up, and they pitched their tents on the lawn of the White House. Hoover should have done something. He did nothing. He, he, he said, not for me to deal with. It'll either work its way out or I have to take strong steps. Typical Republican mentality. Anyhow, he did nothing, but he did call in the Army. And General MacArthur, on a horse, led his soldiers in, and they tore up the campsites, set them on fire, ripped them apart, and threw the soldiers out. Now, of course, when Hoover ran for president against FDR, how unfeeling can this man Hoover be, said FDR. But, uh, but FDR never would have done that, and he didn't, because what, what FDR did, as soon as he became president, uh, 
Uh, he threw in all those programs to help the poor and bring them back. It took a long time he spent on this. But what he did was he came up with an act. I think it was called the ooh, 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 the Civilian Civilian Conservation uh, Corps. And if anyone went to work for them, it was a government job. And they got paid right away. And everybody went to work for the Civilian Conservation Corps. Hoover could have done the same thing. FDR knew at the beginning they had to be fed, okay? Now he had an experience. He had the experience of Hoover, MacArthur, and the returning World War I veterans with no money. World War II is going to be over. He can't let this happen to the American soldiers, Navy, Marines, etc., who fought. Let them come home. No jobs, no money, can't feed their families. He's going to have them sleeping on the lawn again of the White House. So what he did was he passed this GI Bill, officially named the Serviceman's Readjusted Act of 1944. What it did was three things. It provided for unemployment compensation, low-interest home and business loans. I can still see. I was a young kid. All these new homes that went up block after block, they built the homes. Uh, and also, and this was the most important thing he did, he had the government provide for education, okay? Education. I can't tell you how many doctors, lawyers, and Indian chiefs were made because of this program. Actual colleges grew where there were no colleges before. In my hometown, they took an old deserted church, and it became Utica College. And then before they were done, within five years, they had five or six blocks of surrounding houses and buildings. Decrepit neighborhood, but that was Utica College until we built a big campus for them. And out of that came doctors and lawyers and everything else. And these people were able to go out and make a better living than their father did, provide better for their families. And the American way of life was theirs. And what FDR did, with this GI Bill, it drove economic expansion. No one will argue this point. It drove economic expansion in the United States for the next 30 years. Okay. Now, where are we going now? Ho, ho, ho. I want to give you an example of what I consider Trump's insanity. The man is crazy. All right, there are degrees of craziness. I, I don't know what degree he is, but he's nuts. Got to be, uh, and he's many other things. But let's let's start with this, okay? Uh, during during his term, when he was coming up with the elections lost or it's going to be lost uh, because of the fraudulent ballots, he went to the Department of Justice and he pressured them to investigate a crackpot theory. I don't know who came up with it. I don't know if it was Trump or one of his crazy associates like Giuliani. But the theory was that Italian satellites, okay, changed Trump votes to Biden ones. Yeah, the Italians had these satellites up there. And I don't know why they were going to do this for Biden, not for Trump. But they changed the votes with those satellites from Biden to Trump. And he sold this to his people around him, and they bought it. He didn't sell it to the American people because it was pure lunacy. Now, let me tell you how a woman I, I think is one of the better writers in this country. We rarely hear of her, and her name is Bess Levin. She writes for Vanity Fair every week. She's got a column. Tough 
woman, tough writer. In the 61521 uh, edition of Vanity Fair, she wrote an article uh, and read the topic of uh, Trump being crazy, in effect. And she said, and I quote, one of the things that makes Donald Trump a unique figure among U.S. presidents is that, in addition to being basically illiterate, he's a rare combination of both corrupt as all get out and batshit fucking crazy. Excuse me for the batshit fucking crazy. She wrote it. I'm reporting it. And she's right. She's absolutely right. Can you imagine? I mean, if she said Russian satellites, it might have been 50% believable. But Italian satellites? Uh, where are we going now? Now we're going to Another interesting thing about the election, uh, soon after the election, it was determined that one-third of the American people, one-third of the American people believed that Trump had been screwed and that Biden had stolen his votes and that Trump should be the president, Okay. This is in November, right after the election. And it was done, by, there was a poll taken, thousands of people, Monmouth University poll. And they, a third of the people, again, American people, believed uh, that poor, poor Trump uh, lost the presidency because he was cheated. Okay. Now they did another study last week. Yahoo now, uh, News wrote an article on it on 621. And... They found that last week, as compared to just after the election in November, again, the same number. One-third of the American people still believe that Trump won due to voter fraud. We're in trouble. Nobody's even moving over. Either way, somebody move. Uh, Everyone's in a diehard position. I, I, I don't believe there was any cheating. I, I, I just can't buy it, especially after all the audits they did and everything else. Uh, 62 lawsuits all thrown out of court. Uh, but the American people, for some reason, love Trump, this one-third group. He is God Almighty to them, and I say that respectfully to the dear Lord. Uh, he's Peter Pan. He's leading them on the merry way as he did the children. They're all going to go off a cliff at, at some point. Uh, but they buy him. You should see the emails I get from people who dislike the fact that I am a Democrat, liberal, Biden supporter, and send me information from international newspapers, English, French, even in this country, telling the story of Donald Trump and how he got screwed and all this and all that. And i got to tell you, I know some of these people personally. And each one that I know personally I res- I've always respected them, their judgment. They're educated people, okay? They're not dumb, stupid, many are professional people. They buy it. What are you going to do? I'll tell you, we're heading for a civil war here. Believe me, my friends, we're heading for a civil war. Now a story that's hard to believe, a hard story that's hard to believe. Uh, I'm going to talk about the, a modern-day Jonas. Remember Jonas in the whale, Joan- in the Bible. Jonas ended up in the whale. They get swallowed. What are you going to do? Uh, well, we had a Jonas in the whale two weeks ago, uh, just off uh, Provincetown, uh, Provincetown, and uh, on the Cape, Provincetown, lovely place. 
Uh, and there was a, a diver, a Cape Cod di- diver by the name of Michael Packer. That's where he made his living. He di- dove for lobsters. And he was out there diving, and uh, he was diving 45 feet down. I don't think he was looking for lobsters that far down. I suspect he was on a pleasure dive. That's all to see the beauty of the ocean, the colored fish, and all that kind of stuff. When he felt a huge bump, and he thought a shark had bumped against him, of course, he got scared. And then all of a sudden, he couldn't see. Everything was dark, and he was banging back and forth against these walls. And he suddenly realized, suddenly realized, he was in the mouth of a, I'm laughing, this is horrible. He, this is for real. He was in the mouth of a whale, a humpback label whale, rather. Uh, fortunately, he still had his air tanks and his apparatus on, so he was breathing in there. And he said, I could tell the whale was trying to swallow me. Uh, he, he says he didn't lose his cool, but he had to lose his cool. He said, I knew I was gone. I knew I was going to die. All I could think of was my children and my wife. Uh, and I noticed the whale didn't have any teeth in the, wherever he was located. And uh, has to be a pretty scary thing. Well, no big deal. At some point, by the way, this whole process, this whole thing that I'm explaining to you, took 30 seconds from the time the whale got him in his mouth to the time he let him go. Because, But this is all the things that happened so rapidly and happened in this man's mind also. All of a sudden he said, I felt the whale leap up, open his mouth, and he spit me out. <laughs> he spit him out. <laughs> and the guy was alive. He ended up floating on top of the water, a packer, the diver. They rushed him to the hospital. Nothing wrong with him except a ton of bruises. Except for that, he survived. He was happy. Uh, he says he couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. I could not believe I, 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 I got out of that. And I'm here to tell it. I'm going to tell you something. I hope he went to church the next day because very few people would survive what Packer did. God bless him. want to talk about this Arizona audit. I don't believe this Arizona audit. And those of you who do are crazy. I've got to say it. Something's wrong with you. They have two, three audits there. Everything was fine. Nobody's going to knock Biden out. He's been approved all the way, all the different ways you have to do it, through all the states and the state, federal government. He is our president. But they still believe there was a screw-up. So they got this audit going of 2,100,000 votes. Would you believe that 2.1 million votes? Now, they shouldn't even be doing this audit. I think it's illegal, but somehow they're giving it uh, the appearance of legality because it was ordered by the Senate. And they're moving these votes around. Once they had to remove them because high school was going to graduate in the facility where they were counting them. And they've done other things with these. They're, 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 what was the cool thing? Oh, oh, they're, they're, each ballot has bamboo sticks, little pieces shed on the ballot because they believe these ballots were not legitimately voted on, these pieces of paper in Arizona, but rather in China, and then they were brought over and substituted for the American ballots. And the Chinese government, of course, was in support of Biden. Now what are they doing? It came out this week. I can't believe this either. Uh, it took another turn for the worse. But these guys got to get indicted. If they don't, something's wrong. People are doing this audit. 
they voted. They, I'm sorry, they, they transported the voter data, that means the ballots, to a, quote, secret, unquote, laboratory in Montana, in Montana. And guess what they're doing up in Montana? They are being, and I quote, forensically evaluated, forensically evaluated. Hell, they could have brought people and machinery to forensically uh, evaluate them in Arizona. We are a modern country. You don't have to go to Montana, okay? Uh, I don't understand all this. It's, this is a charade. It's got to stop because now other states, Pennsylvania is on the verge of doing this because nobody stopped Arizona so far. They should have knocked Arizona on their ass and got to stay, but nobody went to court on it. Uh, There's fraudulent. Pennsylvania comes up with one. It's fraudulent. And I don't know when they're going to give up on this. But and people believe this. This is the sad thing. They believe Trump was cheated. Maybe my, some of my listeners do. I know I have a lot of listeners who are on the other side. They're Republicans. There's nothing wrong with that, but they're most of our right Republicans. And I, I, I may get some emails or a telephone call telling me, in effect, what an ass I am. Okay? And stronger language sometimes. That's the way it goes. We're not going to tax this. Governor Abbott. Why are Republican governors crazy? Abbott's crazy. DeSantis is my governor here. He's totally nuts. And he is a potential candidate for president of the United States in the 2024 election. I can't believe it. And if you read how he's governed this state for the last two years, all the screw-ups he had, everything he did wrong and improperly and illegally, uh, you say, how can this guy be president? Uh, I sometimes think he makes Trump look good. It's terrible, isn't it? Anyhow, Abbott's the governor of Texas. And he, he wants to be a big shot the last couple of weeks, it seems. Just like Man, uh, Manchin wants to be a big shot in the Senate. Uh, Abbott uh, says, hey, said it this week. He says, I'm going to finish building the wall in Texas. The wall between Texas and Mexico running along the Rio Grande for the length of taxes and he says i'm going to contribute the state will contribute towards this construction 250 million dollars to get it started a mere pittance a drop in the bucket trust me folks you need billions to do what he wants but sounds good uh and Somebody must have told him, you just can't do that. You just can't take You don't even have the $250 million authorized. You don't know where you're going to get it. You don't even know if your legislature will vote for it, even though they support you. Uh, it, it just doesn't sound good. So he went back on TV that afternoon and said uh, he didn't really mean from the state's money, okay? He was going to have the money put together by people on the street. He was going to have a public fund and ask people to put the money in. And the first $250 million would be their money that they would put in and the rest of it too. This finish the wall in Texas ain't ever going to be. Trust me, my friends, want to talk about Harry Truman. Harry Truman, I think, is one of the greatest presidents this country has ever had. We love Harry Truman in Key West. He loved Key West also. He spent, let's see, I, I, it's on the tip of my tongue, he spent 175 days 
while he was president in Key West over a period of 11 different trips. He came here when he was sick the first time, loved Key West, and kept coming back. We love him. This town is so much Harry Truman, I can't tell you. We love him as much as we loved her. We love Ernest Hemingway. Anyhow, you got to remember, Truman started off as a farmer. He was a farm boy. Never went to college. Uh, then he stopped being a farmer, and he ended up in World War One. He became a captain. He was uh, an artillery officer, officer with the artillery. After the war, he and a good friend of his opened a haberdashery store. That means they sold men's clothing. And unfortunately, they went bankrupt. <laughs> Wonderful story about a great president. It's terrible. They went bankrupt. He decided he'd become a politician, and you know how he did and what he achieved. I think he's one of the top five presidents in the history of the United States. Anyhow, at, at some point when he was president, he, he was talking to a group, and a reporter took down what he said. And I've got to remember that Truman was a plain speaker. You always understood where he stood. You always understood what he was saying. And he said, and I quote, my choice early in life was either to be a piano player in a whorehouse, isn't that terrific, a piano player in a whorehouse, or a politician. And to tell the truth, there's hardly a difference. That's Harry Truman. Victoria's Secret, they're in trouble. Oh, my God. They, um, well, number one, they closed 25% of their stores last year. They closed even more since the first of the year. Uh, their sales are down dramatically since 2018, I think. Uh, and they have come to the conclusion that the reason, there's two reasons why things are down. Uh, their clothes are not appealing to women anymore. Uh, women don't want bikinis. They don't want these sexy panties and sexy bras. They don't want anything like that. And they've come up with a whole new line. <laughs> no more. You're going to get these sexy women in bikinis. It's going to be clothing, underwear from yesterday. I've seen some pictures. They're going back 100 years to get underwear for women. My God, it's disgusting how it looks, okay? And I don't even know if the women will buy this. In fact, some of the, their competitive retailers are saying uh, they think it may be too little, too late on their part, Victoria's Secret. Who knows? The reason this thing got started, too, they had a, um, let's see, he was a vice president or a president. Uh, let me find his name here. Uh, they had a, Ed Rizek in 2018, he was the marketing officer for Victoria's Secret for L Brands, who actually owned Victoria's Secret. And that year, they were putting together their show. You know, every year on TV, you see the show with the bikini-clad girls and all that sort of thing. He said the show would not include transsexuals. Uh, he said they were outdated, and he thought they were offensive. Well, the LGBT community got into this. And then women in general throughout this country got into it. Straight, bisexual, whatever you want. Transsexual, transgender, I don't know. Anyhow, and they said, we don't like this. 
you have insulted the transsexuals. They're as good as any other woman, quote, unquote. Okay? And from 2018, uh, uh, and they were already losing, by the way. From 2013 to 2018, they'd already lost uh, something like 10 million view, uh, 10 million customers. So they were in trouble already. Now, to show their trans sexual, smart, transgender, really. They fired a transgender model, Valentina Sampaio, okay? But again, the word on the street is on the clothing street in New York City that it may be too little, too late, and who really wants that kind of stuff that they're showing? Look, go on the Internet. See what it looks like. You'll be shocked. If you like it, the women may. I don't know. I can't believe there's one man that's going to like it. And and we should like it, too. Don't we dress for our spouses, our friends, whether it's under our outer clothes or the other way? Uh, let's see now. Boom, boom. The, the U.S. Open. Great tournament. But big money. John Ram, who won, got $2,250,000. I don't think any golfer ever got that much. And number two place, that was Louis Astuzan. He got 1350000 which is the normal amount you get if you win. Great money, great playing. Rahm deserved to win. He sunk two 18-foot putts in the last two holes for birdie. That's the show for this week, my friends. Uh, thank you for joining me. I, I love doing the show, I, and I love uh, this conversation I share with you. I'm glad you come back. I'm glad you write to me. My numbers keep going up on this show, which makes me love you even more. Uh, what more can I say? Good night. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.